0: Welcome to another episode of Chatting with the Cardinals. I'm Cooper Welch, and joining us as always is my trusty co-host John Washington. And joining us right now is <laughs> a former Cardinal, uh, always a Cardinal to us, Chaz <laughs> Bars. Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you all for having me.
0: So, Chaz, we wanted to talk to you a little bit about um, you know some of your favorite memories here at Lamar, and you know transitioning from college ball to pro ball, and some stuff like that. So, let's just get right into it. Um, first just tell us your favorite memories of your time playing here and going to school at Lamar University
1: and um, I think some of my favorite memories definitely happened on the basketball court um, I think the most fond memory that I have is when we beat Texas A&M because that was kind of a yeah. huge thing for our initial program and um, just the support we had throughout the entire seasons I really do miss our fans because they're nothing like they are in Switzerland but I really do miss our friends and the love that they gave us. And it was like a huge family. I do miss that. So that's probably the biggest thing I missed and I enjoyed about playing at Lamar.
2: Absolutely. So, you know, can you just talk a little bit about obviously you're playing professional ball overseas. Um, It looks like you earned defensive player of the year this year before the season got cut short. So Mm -hmm. what kind of adjustments did you have to make between college basketball and professional basketball to be successful?
1: Um, It's definitely an adjustment for sure. in the States, like, you know, it's kind of a team um, effort, majority of the time, and you kind of focus on that. But overseas, they expect the Americans to do everything. And when I say everything, I mean score, rebound, play defense, you know, everything. And they, they hold us to a higher standard as they should. Um, sure. So I guess the biggest adjustment was just learning how to be a little more selfish than I normally was with the ball in Lamar. And mm. um, a big adjustment for me personally was dealing with the refs. We had three refs, and they called very tight in <laughs> overseas. They're not as physical and aggressive as we are in the state. So that was kind of an adjustment for me. Um, took me a few games to get accustomed to that, but eventually I got the hang of it, and yeah, it wasn't too bad.
0: Okay. Well, you, you made your adjustments playing-wise, but you also, I'm sure, had to make a lot of adjustments to a t- completely different culture uh, from oh, yeah. the United States to Switzerland. So talk about uh you know some of your favorite things about living in a different country and then some of the Uh harder stuff
1: um I think one of my favorite things was honestly the scenery it was beautiful over there um there are mountains everywhere and you know different things we don't have in Texas um normally we're not used to uh the weather was definitely an adjustment it was freezing (laughs) over there and um I did not come prepared at all I thought I was but I wasn't and um, the language barrier, probably. It was one of the harder things. Surprisingly, people spoke English over there. It wasn't Mm -hmm. the best English, but, um, you know, French is very difficult to learn, I must say. I tried, but um, that might've been the hardest part is that, but I did enjoy the scenery and it's quite expensive overseas is the other thing, in Switzerland, primarily. Um, But other than that, I, I liked the culture, the food, everything that I learned from over there. It was really interesting
0: okay did you have a favorite uh Swiss dish
1: um yeah it's something called raclette and okay. it's basically i mean it's basically cheese like it's just che- boiled cheese and um potatoes and pickles and stuff like that it sounds disgusting but it's actually pretty good but like, yeah. that might be my favorite thing that i had over there that i tried because everything's basically pretty normal as we yeah. have over in the states so okay
2: well, you know, obviously, all professional sports canceled their seasons this year. So can mm-hmm. you just kind of talk about what went through your mind when your season got canceled and kind of what you're thinking about moving forward?
1: Yeah, it was pretty unfortunate. Um, we were just about to start playoffs when the season got cut short. So it was kind of a downfall. We had been practicing and practicing practicing for basically nothing. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was unfortunate. Uh, I just was glad, I mean, we weren't able to play. We weren't able to, you know, really practice as much as we wanted to because that's when they started closing down gyms and everything. So we were just literally just sitting there waiting, and they didn't cancel the league until me and my other teammate got back to the states. So we just left wow. early, just for the, you know, we just left early just because we felt like it was time. <laughs> but sure. um, yeah, it was pretty sad. I mean, we were doing pretty well, and we had, you know, uh, we had a lot of opportunities to do well and, you know, win the Swiss Cup and everything. So, I mean, the fact we didn't even play that was kind of unfortunate, but it's understandable though.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, this season's pretty much over, but next year, I'm sure you're going to be playing basketball again. What are mm-hmm. some of the things that you're doing to keep in shape uh, physically and, and mentally for basketball next year?
1: Um, it's very difficult, <laughs> but um, I'm doing my best just to do what I can here at home. I was going to mm-hmm. the park. I've kind of stopped that now since the cases in Dallas have kind of. Rose, but um just working out in my backyard or whatever and doing a lot of instagram challenges and workout stuff like that and talking sure. to my trainer who I have down here he's giving me you know tips on how to stay in shape and how not to you know become too stagnant because you never know when this will all be over so
2: yeah absolutely well you kind of mentioned it a little bit but you know did you have what was like your journey back home kind of like coming into the United States, obviously a lot of airports were shut down and mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. So kind of, did you have any trouble getting back or how was that?
1: It was very scary and hectic <laughs> to be honest. Um, yeah, it was difficult finding flights. Cause when me and my, when I came back, it was actually uh, right after President Trump had said that international travel was done for. And right. um, I was scared to leave that Friday because I was like, okay, if I leave Friday, the airports be packed. So that's, like, more risk for coronavirus. So I'm like, I'm waiting till Saturday to try to leave. So I packed and everything, and my committee um, got me a flight back home, thank God. And it was pretty hectic. I went through a lot of screening because I had to go through two different countries to get back to the States. And the flights were longer because of that, like, maybe 20 hours I was traveling. But wow. – um yeah, it wasn't. It was pretty hectic. I mean, it was scary. I had my mask, had my gloves, had my hand sanitizer, everything wiping everything down because <laughs> I was so paranoid. <laughs> I yeah. was so paranoid, but it felt really good when I touched down back in Dallas. I was like, okay, thank you. I'm back home. My family was super excited because they were scared I wouldn't be able to make it back. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was scary, but like I said, I'm glad I was able to be back.
0: Yeah, we're very glad you're back as well. Welcome back <laughs> to the United States. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, you know, obviously, in addition to the NBA and your season being cut short, uh, mm-hmm. our season, our women's basketball season and men's basketball yeah. season were cut short. Um, I'm just going to talk you through a hypothetical here. If after you guys won the regular season championship last year, they had mm-hmm. said there's no Southland Conference tournament, there's no NCAA tournament, what would have been going through your mind in that situation as
1: I can only imagine what they are going through because it would have been, I mean, knowing that we won our regular season and that was kind of a big deal for SLMR to try to go down there and win Katie. And Mm -hmm. I know the work we put in when I was there. So knowing that we won't be able to play, it would have been heartbreaking. And I know they're trying to, you know, give them a year of eligibility back and everything, but it's just like unimaginable because you literally went a whole year and a whole season. So now you got to do it all over again. Um, Yeah. It's really unfortunate, honestly, but Hopefully um, some of our seniors will come back and, you know, if they're able to and give them another run. I mean, I don't know. It's just I was talking to my friend about it yesterday. I was like, I would have came back. I would have started grad school and came back <laughs> or something because I would have wanted that shot at Katie and shot at the NCAA tournament. But, yeah, yeah it's, it's it's unfortunate. It really is. Definitely.
2: All right. So we're going to switch gears a little bit, uh, go a little bit more lighthearted. Um, so – obviously a lot of people have a lot more time on their end. So what are the kind of things that you've been doing to keep entertained during this time?
1: Oh, I can't say, okay, Hey, let me think. Um, <laughs> cause I've been struggling and trying to to sleep all day. <laughs> besides, be working, both. Besides, <laughs> besides working out, um, I've been reading a lot lately and I, it surprised me cause I really reading bores me sometimes, but I've been, I've <laughs> been reading a lot of books that I've had and that I found, um, Spending a lot more time with my family, because we're all mm-hmm. home. I have my brother's home, my mom and dad and everything. So, um, spend more time with them and, you know, playing games, cooking, um, learning new skills and stuff like that that I haven't learned before. Um, just doing different stuff to stay busy and active. So, for also, and hopefully, I'm trying to find a way um, to help people out here in Dallas, because stuff in Dallas is really getting bad and it's worsening. So... Mm. just trying to find a way to help them and do what I can do what me and my family can to help them out because it's really getting bad down here
0: yeah absolutely what are some of the favorite books you're reading and like what's your best dishes dish that you've cooked so far
1: I love salmon so I think that the actually no the best thing I've made so far is stuffed bell peppers and I did that yeah and I was pretty difficult (laughs) but I did (laughs) that and it came out pretty good um Mm. Um as far as books go, I'm currently reading um some books I found from high school. And um I think one of them are Where the Red Where the Red Fern Grows and Um yeah. something called Nye by Eli Wizel. Different things okay. like that that I found from back in my closet somewhere. But um but yeah, just trying to stay busy because this is a difficult time and I can get bored very, very easily. <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, you mentioned salmon is one of your favorite things, but uh-huh. uh, what are some other things that you've got stocked up on? I know everybody's got their one guilty pleasure that they just have to be able to get <laughs> in those times of stress.
1: Um, probably, honestly, what have I bought millions of times other than, I think like just fruit, like lots and lots of fruit. fruit. That's, hard, that's hard to come by, believe it or not.
0: Yeah, no, I believe I'm it.
1: I'm a firm of health fanatic, so I like fruit and. Water. Definitely water. I had to buy a bottle because I'm picky. So I only drink like alkaline water. So I had to buy a bottle mm. that purifies it because water is hard to come by, especially now. So yeah, yeah, that's probably the biggest thing I've been doing and trying to buy as many groceries as possible just to, just in case, cause you, like I said, never know.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, <clears throat> our last question for you today, um, you were here at Lamar when we went through hurricane Harvey, um, mm-hmm that was a pretty tough time. You know, obviously people, uh, bought all sorts of stuff up from the stores and, and we didn't have power. You know, a lot of people didn't have water for days and days, but we Mm -hmm. came back. We came back after Imelda too. Um, and it seems like there's always this urge and this resiliency to come back both in Lamar and with Southeast Texas. So talk from your viewpoint, what it was like to see that resiliency and that, that, courage and that fight back from Lamar and from Southeast Texas in general during yeah
1: I mean it was amazing to be honest I mean like I said I've never experienced something that like that personally and directly for Mm -hmm. myself so that was kind of like I said crazy and scary at the same time but just seeing how the community you know got together and like I said built back and did what they could do to you know they didn't give up basically and they lose hope so that was really amazing to see. And it showed a lot of camaraderie and everything. And um, just seeing, like I said, seeing everybody stick together and not, you know, fall apart was huge. Mm-hmm. And that's why I have so much, you know, hope. And um, I feel like we can actually bounce back into this as, like, a, as America, as a nation and everything. Because, like I said, we're strong. So yes. it's scary and it's difficult. But I know that we'll probably get through it more than likely. It might take a while. But, like I said, I think that every, a lot of things will happened differently after all all was sober.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for taking time to sit down with us today. We really appreciate it. And we're very glad you're back home and safe.
1: Thank you so much for having me, you guys.
2: Thank you.
0: All right. That's been another episode of Chatting with the Cardinals. I'm your host, Cooper Welch. And just another reminder, stay safe, stay home, and keep washing those hands.